SpaceX's Starlink satellite internet service crossed a significant milestone after the company revealed that Starlink now has more than a million active subscribers. SpaceX opened the service to the public in 2020 and allowed orders a couple of months later in 2021. And since then, the company has been rapidly building its constellation by conducting regular launches of the Falcon 9 rocket. At the same time, it has also upgraded its satellites, which has resulted in the Falcon 9 being able to launch lesser satellites than it previously could during the early days of the launches. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today's news comes after a tumultuous year for Starlink. This saw user speed slow down and controversy around coverage for Ukraine. Now, Starlink adds 300,000 new subscribers in the last two months. And at the start of this year, in February, Starlink had 250,000 subscribers. And throughout the year of 2022, this figure has been growing. The last update for the subscriber count before today's announcement came from SpaceX's vice president of commercial sales, Mr. Jonathan Hoffler. Mr. Hoffler revealed in an event in September that SpaceX was now providing service to 700,000 subscribers with significant price reductions in countries such as Brazil, including more people to sign up for the satellite internet service. Now, since then, or exactly three months later, the number of Starlink's active subscribers has now crossed 1 million. This comes straight from SpaceX, who shared the details on its Twitter page, along with a short video clip. And setting up a satellite constellation requires significant investment, which includes launch costs and those for setting up production machines to manufacture the equipment. These are supplemented by the costs of operating the network itself. And as a whole, all these are difficult obstacles to overcome. As SpaceX's chief, Mr. Elon Musk has shared on multiple occasions. And these costs are still the beginning for SpaceX, as it has only launched a little over 3,000 satellites for a constellation that aims to put tens of thousands of these into orbit. So far, the next constellation stage, which will include second-generation satellites, will be launched through SpaceX's Starship rocket. However, the jury is still out on this with some whispers suggesting that SpaceX might configure the second-generation spacecraft to launch with the Falcon 9 instead. And the Falcon 9 is the most reliable rocket ever launched in human history. SpaceX's latest launch, which saw it put another 54 satellites into orbit, was done through a booster that has now flown a remarkable 15 times. Initially, SpaceX has planned to use only the Falcon 9 for the Gen 2 satellites, but it changed its plans earliest year when it submitted a modification request to the FCC. This request was heavily criticized by the company's competitors, who equated it with being an entirely new application in itself. And SpaceX defended the move by asserting that the plans were an either-or scenario, and then later on decided to stick solely to Starship to launch the new spacecrafts. Starship is currently in development in Boca Chica, Texas, with teams rushing to conduct 
a crucial orbital test flight that will demonstrate the rocket's operational capability. However, this flight might not take place until the end of the first quarter of 2023, particularly since the Starship will also have to be human-rated early on due to its central role in the NASA Artemis program. Now, a customized variant of the rocket stage will land the first astronauts on the moon this millennia, and NASA hopes that the first lunar landing test flight will take place in 2023. In addition to providing internet service to individuals and businesses, SpaceX also plans to use Starlink to provide internet connectivity for the military, emergency responders, and other critical applications. And one of the main benefits of the Starlink service is that it can provide high-speed internet access to areas that are difficult or impossible to reach with traditional cable or fiber optic networks. This makes it a potential solution for bridging the digital divide in bringing internet access to underserved communities around the world. However, the service is not without its challenges. The satellite constellation is still in the early stages of development, and there have been reports of intermittent service outages and other issues. Despite these challenges, SpaceX remains committed to improving the reliability and performance of the Starlink service in the coming years. And just recently, Elon Musk said that the company is now close to having 100 active Starlinks, the firm's internet satellite service, in Iran three months after he tweeted he would activate the service there amid protests around the Islamic country. Elon said approaching 100 Starlinks active in Iran in a tweet on Monday, and the billionaire had said in September that he would activate Starlink in Iran as part of a U.S.-backed effort to advance internet freedom and the free flow of information to Iranians. The satellite-based broadband service could help Iranians uh, circumvent the government's restrictions on access to the internet and certain social media platforms and protests around the country. The United States Securities and Exchange Commission is denying allegations that is violating Elon Musk's free speech rights by trying to enforce a 2018 securities fraud settlement. The commission, in an appeals brief, filed late last week, on the 23rd of last week of... Uh... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The commission, in an appeals brief filed late Thursday, said that Elon Musk, the chief executive of Tesla, waived his First Amendment rights by agreeing to the settlement and amendments. It also rejected Musk's argument to scrap the agreement because he signed it under financial duress and didn't understand it. And the SEC argued that doing its job in the interest of shareholders and markets outweigh Musk's interest in being able to tweet about Tesla without Tesla's approval. Now, they say Musk's agreement protects investors by ensuring that the information the public uses to make decisions about Tesla securities is accurate and consistent with what Tesla reports. And the dispute stems from an October 2018 agreement with the SEC that, that Musk signed involving his statements on Twitter, which Musk this year purchased for $44 billion. Musk and Tesla each agreed to pay $20 million in civil fines over Musk's tweets 
about having the funding secured, quote, to take Tesla private at a $420 price per share. And the funding was far from locked up and the electric vehicle company remains public. But Tesla stock price jumped up and the stock now trades at around $122. The settlement specified governance changes, including Musk's ouster as board chairman, as well as pre-approval of his tweets by a Tesla lawyer. In April, U.S. District Judge Lewis Lyman in New York rejected Musk's bid to throw out the settlement. He also denied a motion to lunify a subpoena of Musk seeking information about possible violations. Lyman's ruling said that Musk made the tweets without getting pre-approval, but the judge later wrote that he didn't mean to pass judgment on that issue. And in his filing with the Second Circuit Court of Appeals, Musk lawyer Alex Spiro contended that the SEC is unlawfully muzzling Musk, violating his free speech rights by continually trying to enforce the settlement. And Musk's appeal brief, filed in September, says the provision requiring prior approval before tweeting about Tesla is an illegal government-imposed muzzle on Mr. Musk's speech before it is made. But the SEC said in its response that Musk knowingly and voluntarily waived any First Amendment rights by signing the settlement. And Musk suggests that his waiver was somehow invalid, but it strains but it strains credulity to believe that the CEO of Tesla did not understand the agreements he negotiated and signed. The settlement, the SEC wrote, doesn't stop Musk from tweeting about Tesla or other matters, and it doesn't place the court or the SEC in a position to review his tweets before publication. Rather, it required him to adhere to Tesla's policies regarding oversight of materia Tesla-related communications. It had no bearing on tweets or other communications unrelated to Tesla. The SEC is investigating whether Musk violated the settlement with tweets in November of 2021 asking Twitter followers if he should sell 10% of his Tesla stock. The SEC wrote the possibility that the commission would continue to evaluate Musk's disclosures and his compliance with Tesla's controls was hardly unanticipated. In his appeal brief, Musk attorney Alex Spiro contends that the SEC is continually investigating Musk for topics not covered by the settlement. It asked the court to strike or modify the prior approval provision, and further, Musk's speech is chilled by the threat of SEC investigations and prosecution for contempt of court. Hey, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode or if you enjoy Elon Musk and SpaceX and everything revolving around Elon and his companies, please hit the subscribe button in your podcast platform of choice. I would really appreciate it. And it helps grow the podcast so I can get better and more informative content to you. So thank you so much for that. Take care and I'll see you next time.